Time now for the SCL Mortgage Show with your host, Sandy Clough, and co-host, Larry Jager. Stay tuned as we discuss everything mortgage. Educate, form, entertain. It's the SCL Mortgage Show. Now, here's your host, Sandy Clough, with mortgage industry veteran, Larry Jager. And here we are with yet another edition of the SCL Mortgage Show on this 22nd day of May 2021. Sandy Clough with Larry Jager, the president of SCL Mortgage. And before we get started, the number for SCL, as always, 303-790-2222, myspecialmortgage.com. And you know, Larry, I was thinking the other day about your industry. suppose every industry has competition, uh, but you in the mortgage business certainly have your share of competition. <laughs> yeah, and we do. We listen to the radio and watch TV all the time and get a sense yep. of how heated the competition is, especially in Colorado. It, it, it is, Andy. Good morning. Good to, good to be here with you, as always. And, um, yeah, if you turn on the radio or TV these days, you hear you hear a lot of other mortgage companies, a lot of them out there, some on TV, some on, on radio, some some both. So, yeah, we, we have competition, no, no question about it. But it's okay. You know, we um, I, there's probably competition in every single industry, but right now the real estate market, the mortgage market is just crazy busy because of these interest rates. So um, a lot of companies that you may not have heard about or didn't know were there have now started advertising. And, and there's some of us that have been on the radio for a number of years, like you and I for over four years now. Um, so, yeah, competition is okay. Um, we have um, a lot of the similar, same similar products that we all offer. I think SEL has probably a, more loan programs than a lot of others do, which which is what we did by design when we started the company. But, um, yeah, a lot of people advertise, and, and I still... I, I still have this thing inside of me that gets me a little crazy when I, I hear some of the advertisements, you know, about rates that don't exist or loan programs that people don't need. But, you know, our job is to educate listeners, right? It's to educate them, inform them, you know, look out for this, look out for that. If you need any advice, any anything, give us a call because we know this business inside and out and we can explain every detail. We can explain things that you may not have known or things that you didn't know about or didn't know to ask. That's our job. If we can inform and educate people, then hopefully they trust us and believe in us and, and can we'll earn their business that way. So I guess one way you've tried to separate yourself is by your various products. Offerings, yep. And we mention this all the time in connection with SCL Mortgage, the wide array of loan programs that exist. And in that sense, you're larger than most mortgage companies when it Certainly. comes to product offerings, not necessarily the number of people working for SCL Mortgage, but when it comes to the number of loan programs, you're pretty close to the top of the heap. You know, I think we are. Uh, we're we're not the biggest company in town. That that's for sure. Um, some folks have been around twenty years, twenty plus years. We have been serving Colorado for twenty years, but with SCL Mortgage, it's been uh, what five years, five and a half years now. Uh, going actually, this is our sixth year. But you're right. When we started the company, Sandy, we wanted to be more than just another traditional mortgage company. Everybody offers the same programs: the conventional, the FHA. 
VA jumbo. But we go a lot further because um, there's need out there. There's need for bank statement loans for self-employed people. There's need for reverse mortgages. There's need for people with lower FICOs, people that, uh, you know, want a rehab loan for their, their house as opposed to buying another house. So we did that by design. It served us well. And it's also, more importantly, serving our customers well. So, yeah, I, I, I'm proud of the way we built the company. I'm, I'm really proud of all the, the people we have in the company, which has grown a lot in the past year and a half. We have a really, really good team right now, and, and that's how we're able to take care of our customers. Are there other ways in which you see SCL as something different as opposed to other companies? Um, I think so, Sandy. I I have not been a customer of any other mortgage company, but I do get feedback from our loan officers when they talk to uh, our customers. Maybe they have been somewhere else and got turned down. Maybe maybe whatever they had a different experience, or you know, we hear about it and read it in our emails pretty frequently. I think our loan officers do a really really good job of. Spending time with the, the customer, finding out what their goals are, what their desires are, what what they want to accomplish, or or even what their options are. So, I, on the front end, I think our loan officers do a really really good job of that. And then when the the loan comes into the into the operations department, I know they do an excellent job of handling our customers, dealing with our customers. You know, how many times have we heard, gosh, the service was so good, I thought I was the only loan you were working on. Well, <laughs> there's there's more than one loan, obviously, but that's the kind of compliments we we really like to get and the feedback we get. So I think we do a really good job of that, Sandy. How about your interest rates and your closing costs? And we talk about interest rates all the time, but uh, talk about closing costs in addition to interest rates and how your rates and costs compare to other companies' rates and costs. Okay, sure. I'd be happy to. I know that our interest rates are very good. I know they're very competitive. Um <clears throat> And I know that because we we just don't lose loans because of that. People people call in and they want to know what's the interest rate, what's the closing costs, and and of course we answer that question. But it may vary a little bit depending on what they want or how long they're going to stay in their house. So there may be a couple of different answers or three depending on what they want to accomplish. But I know our interest rates are very competitive because. We don't hear where, well, I got a better deal over there, or I can get a better rate over there. So um, for that reason, I know they're good. And But I also know that our closing costs are very competitive. We have a fee, and that's our processing fee. Other than that, the the fees or the closing costs are all third party, like a, an appraisal. We have to pay the appraiser. Or the credit report, we have to pay the, the credit reporting company. And, and But I should tell you, those third party closing costs, they don't get uh, paid or charged until the loan closes. And the same with the appraisal. If we have to do an appraisal, we have to pay the appraiser. Uh, we have to pay the title company and, and those third party costs. So, but I know they're very competitive because if customers ask, we generate what's called a LE or a loan estimate. 
And then we can give that to them and they can compare if they want to with other companies. Or, or some, some customers come to us and say, well, I got this deal. Can you match that? Mm-hmm. And we said, well, okay, let me see the loan estimate. And more than likely we can if we haven't already beaten it. So we, I don't like to lose loans. Mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> I don't like to say no. So we would rather work cheap or for less and do more loans then charge more and do fewer loads. That that that's our philosophy behind that. And to you, service should be a given, Absolutely. right? All the time. That it's so important to everyone, and it's kind of a no fail system you have when it comes to service. You never would lose a loan because your service at a given time is not commensurate with somebody else's. In fact, you want it always to be superior. If you say, oh, you want communication uh, at least a couple of times a week. Yes. uh, The at least is the key (laughs) phrase there because you want it a lot more than two times. And from every customer we've had in here, they have spoken about how they're contacted or they contact you four or five times a week. That is where the at least part comes in. Yes, yes. It's a lot more than two. Yeah, it is. When I talk to our loan officers, I know there's communication sometimes daily with our customers. And and, and that's okay. I mean, if they have a question, they want to know what's going on, we have to be there for them. And it's not... You know, it's not like the old days where you call me today, I'll get back to you within a day or two. That's not that doesn't happen anymore. It's it's pretty much instant within, if not minutes, certainly within hours. So, yeah, we're kind of um, well, we 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 want a customer for life. And then we want their kids for life. We want their relatives for life. So the only way you do that is you take really, really good care of that initial customer and every customer after that. And then they don't mind referring their friends and family. Everybody... Everybody likes to have a referral. You know, my neighbor says I'm I'm looking for a landscaper or I'm looking for a plumber. I say, "Hey, I've got the guy, I've got the person for you." Absolutely. Yeah, and it's the same way with a mortgage. Yeah. If you don't know anybody, then you've got to make the calls and you've got to, you know, hopefully you can trust the person and you like the person. Mm-hmm. It's it's about a referral. So that's huge, huge to us. We always appreciate our relationship with you, but we also understand that word of mouth Mm-hmm. Has always been the greatest form of advertising. Yeah. Oh no, and no question. When you establish that constancy, that regularity of service, consistency, that passes from one generation to another, from one neighbor to another. That's ironclad. Gosh, you Andy, can't buy that. You, you're so right. I mean, I, I we have done loans for friends of mine, neighbors of ours over and over and over again and then their kids and and it just goes on and on in fact good news um i got an email from from raj this week we can now start to have guests back in the studio one at a time but we can do that yeah so we're going to start doing that and and that's fun i love having customers come in and tell us their story what what was good what wasn't so good what would you how was the experience so it's all about yes you have to have good interest rates yes you have to have competitive 
competitive closing costs. And yes, you better be top notch at service because you you get one shot. And I don't want somebody going away <laughs> unhappy. Right? The motto is everybody leaves the closing table happy. So that's what we strive for each and every time. Speaking of communication, we don't like to go very far each week before we talk about interest rates. And we will do just that next as the SEL Mortgage Show continues on Sports Radio 104.3 The Fan. And as we continue, this is the SEL Mortgage Show on Sports Radio 104.3 The Fan, 303-790-2222 and myspecialmortgage.com. We speak of interest rates virtually every week, Larry, and we were talking, of course, about closing costs as well a few minutes ago. But tell our listeners right now now about interest rates and how they've been moving up, down, or staying the same within the last week. I'm happy to do that. First, I have to tell you the story before I forget. I was in my doctor's office this past week, um, had just a regular deal, no, no issues. Well, the receptionist comes up to me. She came out from behind her desk, came up to me, and she said, you know what? I heard you on the radio this week, and that was pretty interesting. In fact, I sat in the parking lot and <laughs> listened for quite a while. Wonderful. So We want to jam up parking lots, but we <laughs> like that idea. Lisa, if you're out there listening again, thank you very much. That was, a, that was a huge compliment. So, yes, interest rates, Andy. They've actually come down a little bit again this week. That's big, big news for us. We, we certainly like coming down more than, more than going up. Now, I will tell you that you know we talked about them going up for a couple of months in a row sure and but now they've come back down they're not as where they were at the very lowest point but they are very close Sandy they are very very good right now and I think it's uh, in in this case anyway we can attribute it to the without getting too deep in the woods or too too technical um the stock market has not had a good month, right? So it's it's a real volatile, and people don't like that. I mean, when one of my loan officers told me he sold his stock in Microsoft because it just kept going down and down and down, and so maybe hopefully it gets to a low point and he'll buy back. But my point is, is that people are taking money out of the stock market, or they may be, and when that happens, you look for another investment vehicle to make some kind of return on your money. Well, a lot of people will turn to the bond market and put their money in the bond market. And then the bond market rallies and then interest yeah. rates come down. Right. So I think that's what we can attribute these, what's happened the last couple of weeks. So, uh, But I would caution people, don't don't wait any longer. This can go away just as fast as it came here. So if you haven't made that phone call, please do so soon. You were telling me during the break about some real estate forecasts you said you had read about. Uh, tell our listeners what that's about if you could. Yes, I, I, I would love to do that. And, you know, I think it was last week you and I talked about uh, average home price in Denver Metro, $657,000. I mean, it's just... And still unbelievable when I hear that. And I've heard it before, but yes, it's still it just hard keeps to going up. And, and so a lot of people are sitting on the sidelines. Should I try to buy? Should I wait? What What's the best advice? And I, I can't claim to be the expert, but I do read a lot of articles. I do a lot of research on this. And everything I'm reading, Sandy, is that uh, this this trend, this crazy appreciation, prices going up, is going to continue through 2021 and possibly well into 2022. So that would tell me that if you want to buy a house, 
Yes, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of effort. It's a lot of research. You got to you got to probably got to put an offer in with 25 other people, but you got to do it. I mean, you just have to do it because it appears that prices are going to continue to climb. Interest rates are at all-time lows or close to all-time lows, and we don't know how long that's going to stick around. So that's reason number two. And rents are still expensive in Colorado. So if you're spending $1,800, $2,000, $2,200 a month in rent, why do you want to continue doing that? You need to make your mortgage payment, not your landlord's payment. So now the challenge is going to be you have to compete with a whole bunch of other people. And there's people moving here from other states, California, for example, sold their house, move here. They're paying cash in Colorado. That's hard to compete against a cash buyer. But we have ways of making your your offer stronger or, or you know, present you in your very best light so that the seller's going to take a look at your offer. Maybe, maybe he'll look at it equally. If you are prepared, ready to go, can close in, in the required amount of time that the seller wants, we got to make you as strong as possible. So the forecasts are that this is going to continue well into 2022. So think about it. The average home price of $657,000 12% plus appreciation, but let's take 10% because that math is super easy. That's $65,000 of appreciation every year. That's a lot of money, a lot of money. So yes, let's, if you want to buy, let's talk about it and, and give us a call. We'll, we'll show you how to get you pre-approved, get you ready to um, present a good, strong offer. This may not provoke a yes or no answer, uh, because questions like this can be uh, answered sometimes in the gray areas. But is Colorado unique in this respect, or do these kinds of appreciation levels exist pretty commonplace all over the country? In other words, are real estate markets elsewhere as red hot as they seem to be right here, right now. You know, that that's pretty easy to answer, Sandy. Um, because I, like I said, I, I read about this, I hear about it, I, I do the research as where the company's footprint is growing, we're going into other states. Nebraska, for example, the average loan amount, or average sales price is $225,000. Now, if you get into Lincoln and Omaha, the prices are higher, obviously, but there's a lot of smaller towns, so the average price is is less. And, and appreciation there is about 8% a year as opposed to 12 plus percent in Colorado. So, you know, you and I know, um, Orlando and I have talked about it as well. Colorado is a beautiful place to live. So there's a lot of reasons why people want to move here. Now, there is a migration out of some states like California, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, uh, Illinois, for example, because you know, corporate taxes are very high there. Um, individual tax rates are very high. Maybe people want to get out of the big city. Maybe they're tired of all the congestion. So they look at Texas or they look at Florida or they look at uh, at Colorado. So there's reasons that you drive down the freeway and you see all these license plates from so many other states. This is a great place to yeah. live. And you can get more house here than you can in, say, in California or New York. So, um there is a lot of migration to Colorado, and that's what's driving this, you know, this crazy sales and multiple offers on every property. In the current environment, do you think it's better to buy single-family residence, 
a condo, townhouse? You know, I think the best answer to that is it depends on the individual, right? If you have a family, you have two or three or more children, you probably want a single family because you want a yard and you want all the things and and you probably have a dog or your kids have a dog and you want that little bit of piece of property. Um, My son recently graduated from, uh, from Baylor. He's got a very good job. So I've encouraged him to look at buying a piece of property as opposed to renting. And in his case, he thought, okay, maybe a condo, but then he remembered back at uh, the university, he had um, kids living above him, and that was kind of a loud situation. And mm-hmm. so he quickly said, no, I don't, I don't want a condo. But condos are a great starter home for, for some people. If you can't afford a single family, typically you can buy a condo for less. And if you don't want maintenance, you don't want any of that, you're going to pay an HOA fee, but you don't have to do any of that stuff. Or a townhouse, which may be the the best um, uh, place for my son uh, to buy is then you typically don't have people above you or below you. You have neighbors to the side, right? Or if you're on an end unit. So that that might be a good situation for him. Uh, and those prices are typically a little bit less than a single family as well. So it's a, a good place to start. Mm-hmm. It kind of depends on the individual, what you want or your family needs, school district, stuff like that. Brand new house or resale house? Well, that's a great question. So here's my answer. If you, you know, to buy a resale, it's extremely competitive right now. So maybe you look at buying a brand new house from a builder. And some people want to buy brand new. That's just what's in their mind, and that's what they want to do, and that's okay. But just know that when you get in there, you probably have to do some landscaping. You probably want to do some window treatments. You probably want to have something other than the builder paint, right, the the off-white that everybody gets. Or So you're going to have to spend some money in addition to buying the house, more than likely. So... But if the builder has houses coming out of the ground in two months, three months, six months, you can sort of plan for that. And you put in your offer, it gets accepted, you know you got a house in four months, right? So for those reasons, a new build might be better. But if you're wanting to buy in a certain area, certain school district, and you find the house you love, then maybe a resale is the better deal for you, right? Because there's not new builds going up everywhere. Yeah. They're in less populated, you know, the the outskirts, if you will, of, of Lone Tree or Parker or Castle Rock or, you know, North Denver. So... Depending on what people are looking for, depending on what their needs are, I mean, we obviously we can finance both or all, all the above, but um, and it's a conversation we're happy to have with people as well if they want more more ideas. Larry came with him today, as he often does, with a fairly healthy stack of emails. Customer emails coming up next, right here with the SEL Mortgage Show on Sports Radio 104.3 The Fan. This is the SEL Mortgage Show. Sandy Clough with Larry Jager, the president of SCL Mortgage, 303-790-2222, the number to call. MySpecialMortgage.com is the website. And, of course, we broadcast every Saturday morning between 7 and 8 right here on The Fan. And to be followed by Jerry Schimmel's Amazing Americans. And on Sunday, you can listen to Orlando Franklin with Larry on the SCL Mortgage Show, a 30-minute edition between 7.30 and 8 a.m. A nice compliment to what we do on Saturdays. It is. It, it really is. This is sort of our... Um 
our st- staple. Uh, what's the term I'm looking for? The 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 bedrock, the cornerstone, yes. the, the staple that, that we've been doing for over. Four we've been years. doing it for more than four years. Yes, it, it has been. Yeah, and it's it's been fantastic. So, probably seven months ago, we started with Orlando on Sundays, and that's gone really well. Orlando's uh, now drives the train as as opposed mm-hmm. to you, and he's gotten really comfortable doing it. So we 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 have a good time, and it's uh, and and a lot of people are hearing it. It's gaining a lot more traction. So it's fun. So, uh, yes, I have a, a huge wow. stack, as usual, Sandy. Um, so Mitra, I want to make sure I pronounce this right, emailed and said, um, getting a refinance and pre-approval on a new house, just trying to get some information. Could you guys call me back, please? Hear you on 104.3 The Fan all the time. Fantastic, Mitra. Thanks for getting a hold of us. So it sounds like you want to refinance, get some cash, and then you want a pre-approval for a new purchase. So absolutely, we can do that. Whether maybe maybe you want to buy an investment property, or maybe you're going to t- turn your home into a rental property and buy a new one. Either way, we're we're here to help you, and um, I'm sure a loan officer's already gotten a hold of you. Okay, uh, let's see. Peter emailed and said. Hi there, I heard you on the radio. I'm interested in doing a cash-out refinance on my home. Can we talk sometime today? Absolutely, Peter, we can. And you you are thinking like a lot of other people in Colorado right now, cash-out refinance. And, you know, why not? I mean, there's there's two different trains of thought. Depending on your age, depending on what your goals are, depending on, you know, how long you're going to stay in your house. Maybe your goal is to just pay that mortgage down as fast as possible. And that's okay. But on the other hand, if you you have all this equity sitting in your house, why not put it to work? Why not pay, uh, get rid of some debt, get rid of some non-deductible interest debt? And oh, by the way, um, you can also accomplish both things. You can refinance Pull out some cash. Your your new payment is probably even going to be less because interest rates are so low right now. And then with the money that you're saving, we could look at doing a new amortization schedule. Let's say you're saving $1,000 a month. Okay, what if you put 500 of that towards your mortgage payment each month? So now we can turn a 30-year loan into a 20 or an 18 or whatever. So one... You're paying your mortgage down faster, like you wanted to or had thought about. And two, you've got access to this equity in your house, this cash, that you can put it to work for you. Maybe it's a, a rental property or maybe it's an investment or maybe it's a something. So lots of different options available, and we can explain all those to Peter and, and see what fits his needs the best. Uh, okay, Nicole, Nicole uh, emailed said, My husband has a score of about mid-sixes, and mine is in the lower fives. I'm inquiring how your program works and if you can help us qualify to purchase a home. Um, Good question. That's a great question. Yeah, yeah. So here's my answer. 640 FICO score, no problem. But if we want to use um, Nicole's income, then we have to have her on the loan. So we could possibly help you with that lower 500 FICO. But first, I think we look at it and see if there's some things we can do to get your FICO score up. 
And that can happen in, you know, a month or two or, or three, just depending on what's causing that FICO to drop down. But if we don't need Nicole's income, maybe we don't put her on the loan, but she can still be on title. Right. So then um, that will. And then in the meantime, we can work on getting her credit scores up. So there's, again, lots of different options, lots of different ways to, to figure this out. But first, let's find out what's dragging that score down and, and go to work fixing that. So but they want to buy a house. So we're, we're here to help them. Uh, OK. Mark emailed, said, I am interested in learning more about refinancing my current loan using your bank statement loan products. Can you tell me about current rates and fees? Absolutely, we can. Uh, thanks, Mark, for the for the email. We we appreciate you listening and getting a hold of us. So, we are one of the very few, if not one of the only, bank statement lenders in the state of Colorado. And come to find out, Sandy, we are the only one in Nebraska. Nebraska was greatly underserved, or at least that segment of the population. So as soon as we went into Nebraska, we got a lot of inquiries for people that are self-employed, been turned down before. So again, we look at their bank statements to qualify them, get them approved, buy a house, refinance your mortgage, whatever it is you want to do. And those those closing costs are, are exactly the same as every other loan. The, the rate may differ depending on their FICO score, what their equity position, stuff like that. But the bank statement loan interest rates are almost identical to traditional conventional loans. Well, I shouldn't say traditional conventional because this is traditional conventional, but the Fannie Mae loans, right? Okay. So, um, yeah, I love these kind of emails because I know we have a loan program for them. Uh, okay. So Mike and Lynn, we own a home and are wanting to cash out on a refinance and help our son. We would be co-signers on his loan as well. Is this something you all could do for us? Absolutely we can. And what a what a great way and and good for you for wanting to help your uh, your son buy a house. You've got a lot of equity, so we can do a cash out refinance and you can maybe help your son with the down payment or some closing costs. We should also talk to your son about the down payment assistance program. Maybe you don't have to help with too much, but good for you if you want to be co-signers. That's that's a way for our kids to get their first house. Right. Right. I mean, it's fairly it, common. It is. It, it really is. Most of the time people are, yeah, I want to help my kids. And, and if I can help them with down payment, great. Or if I can co-sign for them, makes it easier. Just make sure your son makes the payment on time because that's super important. And, and what a good way to get your credit scores uh, even further up is when you have a mortgage, that's a big thing on your credit report. So you want to make sure you make that payment on time and it'll in turn help your credit scores. Uh, okay. Tog, Tong, Tonga, I think I pronounced that right, emailed and said, I own a home for over 20 years. I think I owe less than 40000 I'm interested in buying another house and refinancing. Oh, listen to this. I love listening to your show, Larry, with Sandy, 104.3 The Fan, every Saturday. Have a blessed day. <laughs> well, thank you. And gosh, I hope I pronounced your name right, Tonga. Uh, thank you for getting a hold of us. I, I appreciate, we appreciate you being a listener. And absolutely, we're going we're gonna to help you out so you can buy that other house. Um, okay. So this is from Pat, 
who said, interested in buying a second house. I've been really wrapped up by the banks. Really can't get it done. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a um, utility, underground utility contractor. Um, I'm finding out that banks don't offer bank statement loan programs. Well, you're right. They don't. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> they don't. They will do traditional yeah. Fanny Freddy stuff, but they don't do bank statement loans. So as an independent contractor, you are a perfect candidate for that bank statement loan program. So thanks for uh, for getting a hold of us. Um, okay. Jerry emailed, said, uh, having lost my job in 2020, I'm in transition to starting my own business. We have full-time income from my wife, but without my income, having lost a job. We still have excellent credit. We're wondering if we can refinance our mortgage. Well, um, that's a really good question, and I, sitting here, I don't know the answer to it. I'm sure a loan officer has contacted you, Jerry, but we have to look at three things. Income which we'll figure that out when we look at your your income from your wife and your credit report. Uh, We have to look at FICO scores, which you said you already have excellent credit. Good for you. And if we can save you money, that's absolutely what we want to do. So as a self-employed person, now good for you for stepping out there and starting your business, but we do need you self-employed for two years. So likely we won't be able to use your income, but hopefully we can figure the situation out. Okay. See if we have time for one more. One more. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'm interested. This is Jenny. I'm interested in a 15-year home refinance. However, I need a loan approval that is not solely based on income. Okay. So um, if you are self-employed, we could use the deposits from your bank statement. If you are, uh, maybe it could be an asset-based loan that's not solely based on income. Uh, the number of different things, possibilities we could do for you, Janie. Um, we just need to understand your situation better. But uh, there are programs I'm, I'm sitting here thinking that we may be able to use for you. So thank you. Thank you to all our emailers this week. Uh, we hope we got to most of you anyway. And again, there are emails that come in within the last week, so they're always fresh. They're always relevant. And we will continue with more just ahead on the SCL Mortgage Show right here on Sports Radio 104.3 The Fan. All right, Larry, as we uh, close out today's program, we have one more In May, that'll be a week from tomorrow, but we're beginning to move into the latter stages of spring, and summer is not far off. I want to go back and reinforce what you were talking about earlier. Interest rates went up a little bit for a while. Now they're coming back down a little. Still a good time for people to consider refinancing their mortgage. And I understand maybe the answer to that is not a one-size-fits-all answer. Well, you're 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 absolutely right, Sandy. I I would say to people, if you have an interest rate in the high threes or four percent, certainly more than that, absolutely you want to give us a call because most likely we're going to save you money each and every month. Most likely there's different things that we could do for you. Now, having said that, it, there, there's there's different factors out there where maybe it makes sense for you, maybe it doesn't, but. If we know what you're trying to accomplish, then we can figure that out. We can do the math for you. That's what our loan officers do and do very, very well. If we do the math based on what you're trying to accomplish, what your goals are, how long you're going to stay in the house, 
then we can do the math. And the numbers are the numbers that makes it for a very easy decision. You know, if you tell us you're going to stay in your house for another year, then your kids are out of middle school, you're moving to a different school district, and you're going to sell your house. Well, then maybe it doesn't make sense to do it. But on the other hand, um, if you are going to stay in your house for two years, two years plus, and you've got all this equity and there's things you want to do, things you want to, maybe you want to renovate your house. Maybe you want to do, um, our youngest son just graduated from college and fortunately we were able to help him out. So he doesn't have a ton of student loan debt, but a lot of people do because college is expensive these days. So if you have some of that, that interest is not deductible. So maybe we should look at paying that off. So a number of different things we can find out in that 10 to 20 minute conversation, whatever you need. And then we're going to know for sure if it makes sense for you. Sure. Closing times have gone down a bit uh, from where you were four or five months ago, certainly where you were a year ago. Yes. When it was more like 45 days and out. Right. Rather than 30 days and in. My question is, are you at this point closer to that 30 day in framework than you were just four or five months ago? We absolutely are, Sandy. Good question. And yeah, it was it was kind of painful to 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 tell people. But the, the reality is a year ago, it took 45 plus days to get a loan done. You know, interest rates had just dropped and everybody wanted to refinance it. It it took some time, but there's still a ton of people refinancing and buying. But we have been able to hire more people, fortunately, and and more underwriters so that we're able to get our closing time down under 30 days. And if we get an appraisal waiver, that wipes out 10 or 12 days right okay. there. So sometimes we can close in three weeks, maybe a little bit less. And if we get super complete files from our customer – to the loan officer or the processor, we can get that submitted to underwriting right away. We can get a clear to close within a couple of days. So turn times have gotten much, much better. How about appraisals? And I, I want to make this clear. Yeah. Are they still taking some time to get done appraisals yeah they are they are because and and it's just a question of it's a it's a factor of volume because there's so many people either refinancing or buying and some cases we can get an appraisal waiver which is great because we cut 10 12 days out of it out of the process but many times we don't get an appraisal waiver and we have to do it and appraisers are just you know backed up so it could be 10 days it could be 12 days it could be yeah it, it it does slow down. But the best we can do is just tell our customers right up front, here's what to expect. I don't know if I've asked you this question, at least not this way before, but what can our listeners do, if anything, to make the process go as quickly as possible? You know, that's a a great question. And I, I actually went to our operations staff this week and I asked them, give me some feedback. Because normally I'm going to our loan officers and say, hey, what are you hearing from our customers? What what would you like me to, to talk about on the radio? Well, this, time, this week I went to our operations people, and they came back with answers right away. And the common denominator was if we get a complete file from our customer – that helps a lot because if we don't get all the documentation we need, we have to sit and wait until we do, right? So we get a very complete file, and then it goes to what we call our disclosure desk, 
Um, well, well, actually, let me back up. It goes to our lock desk, which then the interest rates get locked right away. Then it goes to the disclosure desk, and disclosures get generated, meaning the loan application, all the documentation that we need the borrowers to sign. And if it takes a day or two or three or four, then that puts everything on hold because our, our world is very – um, sort of systematic or, or it flows based on you do this, we do this. You do that, we do this. So you, we have to get those disclosures signed as quickly as possible. And it's super easy. It can do it like DocuSign. So you get those signed and then the file moves to processing. If they have a complete file, that gets processed right away and, and gets to the underwriters. So I, I think the best advice for people is give us everything. Well, first in that conversation, Tell your loan officer everything, anything and everything going on in your world, and then we're going to be able to best structure the file. And if we have all the supporting documentation, we're going to get it to underwriting and get it approved as fast as possible. So I would say, you know, gosh, I remember years and years ago, Sandy, when back in the day when you would go to somebody's house and take their application and collect the documents, and they would say, well... It's in that filing cabinet over there, and there would be this great big stack of paper. Everything took much longer those days, but now everything is electronic, and they've got tax returns in a folder, or they've got their asset documentation, or they can go to their bank's website and pull their bank statements, and so everything is much faster. Now, we do still require a fair amount of paperwork. We obviously have to tell you all about that, but... The quicker you give us the paper, the quicker you sign your disclosures, the quicker we can move and the quicker we can get to the closing table. And that's what everybody wants. They want to get to the closing table as soon as possible. Let's not forget to let our listeners know you're still hiring. Yes. And I think that's great news for customers that you're hiring. That means you're growing. You're doing more business. And you need more people to to keep up right. and i'm always impressed by the fact that you grow but your values don't change along the way your culture doesn't change as you're growing Talk about all those things, if you could. You know, I, I'm very proud of that, Sandy. We have our core values. We have our culture. We have we have the way we do business. And, and if I'm involved in the interview, I hear frequently, gosh, it's really quiet here. And, and the response is, yeah, it is quiet. The only time you hear something loud is when people are laughing because we don't have a lot of drama. We don't have a, you know, we just don't, we don't go there. There's, I'm, I'm, I hear that in some mortgage shops, mortgage offices, you have the drama and you have, cause this can be a stressful business, right? So, I mean, we're dealing with a lot of money. We're dealing with people's finances. We're dealing with people's emotions, but. Our staff, our loan officers have a lot of experience and they have a lot of people skills. Mm -hmm. So we're able to talk to our customers, first disclose everything that's going to happen, when it's going to happen, what to expect, and then you sort of diffuse the emotions, if you will. So uh, when we interview people, they like that. A lot of them like the sort of family environment, if you will. I mean, we don't we don't yet have 150 employees. We will one day, like my previous company, but 
Even if we have 25 people or 150 people, our culture doesn't change, our core values don't change, the way we treat our our people doesn't change, and we ask all new hires to take here's our core values are you do you agree with this cuz we want you to buy off on it this is how we run our business this is this is how we do business and you know the right candidates do and then it works beautifully but yeah we are looking for more loan officers and more operations people because we're busy and we're growing and we want to help more customers so it's a good time and you are busy. Uh, and this we month. are busy. And give us a sense, uh, real quickly, how has this spring gone up to now? Um, good. Good. Very good. Because it's it's a busy time in the purchase world, as you know. It's a busy time in the refinance world because of interest rates. Mm-hmm. So it is, it is good. I mean, our people, you know, they put in long hours. Sometimes it's yeah. 6 o'clock and I say, hey, folks, you got to get out of here. It's time to go home. You got to have that work-family balance. But they always want to <laughs> finish everything right. before the end of the day, which we applaud that. But at the same time, um, you know, we tell people it's important. Look, if you're if your ten year old has a soccer game at three in the afternoon, you got to go to that soccer game because if you don't, your head's at that game and you're still sitting here. So you'll get your work done, but go to that yeah. game. So yeah, it's it's we feel very blessed right now, Sandy. Three zero three seven nine zero twenty two twenty two myspecialmortgage dot com. As always, Larry, it's been a pleasure. Thank, Thank you, you, Sandy. It's great to be here. We'll see you next week. Our final May show of twenty twenty one. Right back here on Sports. Radio 104.3 The Fan. Thanks for listening to the SEL Mortgage Show with Sandy Clough and mortgage expert Larry Jager. If you missed a portion of the show or want to listen to the program again, listen to podcasts at the SCLMortgageShow.com. Questions or assistance with a loan? Call their main office in Denver at 303-790-2222 or online at MySpecialMortgage.com, NMLS 120-0716.